0: Witch Next Door. And welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hello, happy Monday, happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide this week. So diving right into our moonscape for this coming week of April 4th through April 10th, that will be Sundays, April 10th, uh, we are going to be moving from uh, beginning in a Gemini moon, moving into Cancer, which is where our quarter moon is going to take place. Our first quarter moon is going to take place. And we're going to be ending and rounding out the week the moon in Leo. So before we pop into planets and, uh, what some of those fellers are up to this week, uh, let's chat for a quick moment about this first quarter moon in Cancer. So the Cancer moon will be squaring off with the Aries sun. And I do... So we're in the middle, okay? We're in the, we're pretty much smack dab in the middle of Aries season this week. So we're in pretty thick Aries themes and lessons, okay? And when two planets or two planetary bodies square each other, uh, this means that they are of the same modality and they are 90 degrees apart on the chart. So. Of the four cardinal signs, uh, Cancer and Aries, in my opinion, are the two most reactive. Um, I, I don't find Capricorn or Libra to be as emotionally reactive. A little bit in Libra. Capricorn can have their own version of it. But for the most part... We really see themes of reactivity in Aries and Cancer specifically, like honestly, out of the whole entire wheel, those two big, big reactors. Uh, Very natural for Aries and Cancer placements to live in a reactive space. So as we are coming up on this natural squaring uh, tension of the first quarter moon in Cancer, I definitely want to remind you to be really, really just Mindful and honestly in a space of awareness with your emotional reactions, not in a space of judgment. I don't mean shut down and suppress your emotional reactions. I mean look at them in an observing way, especially coming down off of the Aries new moon from last week. Well, right, that was conjunct Chiron. We've probably done some shadow work, especially since right, the shadow work episode. Uh you might have, if you're in that witch school, you might have dug into the Chiron episode. Um, So we're coming down off of some shadow work. Just, I advise to remain in a place of very mindful awareness of our emotional reactions um, so we can observe them and understand them and hold proper safe space for ourselves to just experience them and let them pass on their own, okay? Don't worry about... Analyzing them. You again, if you've been spending a lot of time in shadow work, you don't need to use this quarter moon to do even more shadow work. You can just use this to allow reactions, um, to happen in a safe way for you and your immediate environment around you. Okay. That would be my best advice for, for this cancer moon, uh, cancer first quarter moon. <laughs> now, as for our planetary pals this week. <laughs> Oh, should we call them that? Can I write that down? Planetary pals. Wow, we get cheesier by the day, and I am into it. <laughs> Planetary Pals. Okay. As for the Planet Pals, um first first that jumped out to me uh while I was looking through the transits for this upcoming week is Venus moving into Pisces. So Venus moves into what we call her exaltation, um which is the for for Venus, that's the sign of Pisces. Give me a minute, I'll explain. Um that's happening on Tuesday, tomorrow, Tuesday, tomorrow the 5th at, uh, nine o'clock in the morning, Denver time. So when we refer, we've talked about this, oh, I can't remember if it was the last moon day or one before that, but it wasn't that long ago. We started talking a little bit about the essential dignities, um, which is, which basically is a way of explaining, a, a sign's strength. So when a planet is in a sign, uh, understanding, it's domicile, it's detriment, it's exaltation, it's fall. This is how we understand like the strength that that planet might carry with it. Or if it's feeling weakened or if it's feeling struggling or if it's feeling extra empowered and and extra powerful. Okay, so this is what the essential dignities are. We're going to keep this to the astro energy and forecast, but please know that an Essential Dignities episode is highly requested and coming very, very soon. I'm really excited for that one. So uh, stick around. Definitely will be in April. Um, What you need to know for now is that when a planet is in exaltation— uh, oh, we talked about it on the Aries episode. That's why, because the sun has been in its exaltation sign. The sun has been in Aries where it is exalted. Venus is exalted in the sign of Pisces. And this makes a lot, a lot of sense because Neptune, the modern ruler of Pisces, is the higher octave of Venus. It's the higher level. It's the higher version, if you will, the next level up, um, of, of the planet Venus. So it makes a lot of sense that Venus, very familiar and rooted and connected to Neptune, who rules in Pisces, gets to show up to Pisces and is essentially treated like royalty. And so this is going to give that planet a lot more power and a lot more strength in, uh, you know, in overall a harmonious way. Now, because we have a bit of a almost overactivation here of that sign's energy, we do have to be mindful of like spilling over the edges a little bit, just like we talked about with Aries, that there can be, you know, when the sun is in Aries during Aries season, there's this really beautiful, amazing boost in confidence and speaking up for yourself and remaining authentic and being an individual, Um, but that can spill over into um, being really egotistical, being really arrogant, being aggressive, right? When it comes to Venus and Pisces, we really, really see a lot I think on an overall very collective unconscious level this this big acceptance of love in all forms that's I really that's that's my experience of the Venus exaltation in Pisces. There is a lot more of giving yourself permission to enjoy the little things, those, the, the littlest things that bring you the most joy. You know what I mean? The things that remind you of what you love about life, why you get up the next day. Um, you know, those, those little things that, uh, restore your faith in humanity. That is Venus exaltation in Pisces to me. There is, a real surgence of compassion for the greater good, for the overall collective, for the individual self, for the immediate community, for the family, for the tight knit circle, for the friendships, really, because Venus rules over all of these different things. Um, we really get this, this burst of. Of really loving and compassionate, really imaginative and playful and dreamy energy. I do really, when we talk about like an overactivation or kind of spilling over the edges in the, uh, Pisces exaltation. I just want to let everyone know, especially since we talked about that quarter moon coming up in cancer and we're just not being judgmental, but being mindful of our emotional reactions... Venus and Pisces is going to heighten our sensitivity in all senses of that word. And we've talked about this a few times on the show where sensitivity, sure, it can mean, you know, crying and weeping very easily, you know, at right. But it also just means being sensitive in general. To your environment around you, your physical and your energetic environment around you. So, I really want you to be listening to your intuition and really following, really, really following those loving needs. I don't know. That's just what came out. That's that's what feels right. Just to say to all of you, to really follow those loving needs. Okay. If your intuition is nudging you to be a little bit softer, it's going to feel like a challenge because we're in the middle of, of Aries season and we've got the Sun exaltation and we're fighting for the individual right and we're standing up for ourselves and we're standing our ground. Um, this this Venus and Pisces is going to add a a big fat dose of empathy into the mix. Quite honestly especially with that heightened uh, sensitivity. So I just want you to be cognizant of that. Honestly, I wanted to offer offer that information to you. and I, I really wanted to pull a card um, for this episode. I just felt really, really called as I was nearing the end of my, my astro exploration here of the, the transits this week. And I was so happy to see the Ace of Swords fall out. And I thought this was really, really beautiful to end on because uh at the end of this week, we have, so on Sunday the 10th, we have Mercury in Aries squaring off with Pluto and Capricorn right before, just, just a handful of hours before, Moving into the sign of Taurus, and you know, I will talk a little bit more about about Mercury and Taurus as Merc makes all of his his aspects um while he's transiting through that sign. Um, but i do I do want to say that Mercury and Aries, I think, offered a lot of people a voice. a lot of people may have found themselves speaking up where they don't normally speak up. And I think that for some people, they felt really proud of that. And for some people, they're feeling a little like, oh, what did I, what did I say? Or I don't know how I feel about that. Um, And as Mercury moves into Taurus, it really does slow down in vibration a lot because Aries is such a, this intense, high moving action-based sign and Taurus is all about slowing down practicality, going one step at a time, slow and steady wins the race. And so we're definitely going to be needing to, to slow down our communication a little bit. If we, if we kind of trailblaze and try to, to do our normal Mercury movement while we're in the sign of Taurus, we'll find ourselves kind of slipping over our tongue a lot um, maybe making a lot more typos than usual or silly little mistakes um, over technology. I I do want to say that with that squaring Pluto aspect right before moving into Taurus, I find this to be this like final, I mean, the words in my head are like final countdown. I have that song like playing in my head now. It's the final countdown. <laughs> Um, there's some kind of conversation coming. There's some kind of interaction on its way that is, is, is coming from a place of authenticity, individuality, very self-oriented. And that's really not necessarily a bad thing up against something that is coming to an end for you. Okay. This might take place in the professional realm. This might be taking place more in a personal like friendship or even romantic realm for you. But there is definitely some interaction of some kind. And this is where the Ace of Swords is coming in for me, where you're being handed this nod from the universe. You got this. Speak your truth. Really lean into what you know, okay? your truth. And, and I really see this, this permanent ending as a really, really beautiful new beginning, which is really nice. Stepping into the, the Venus ruled sign of Taurus, right? Mercury is going to be moving into Taurus right after that later that day. And we might get a nice, soft, cushy landing for working through that that tension working through that really tough interaction that might be coming for you all right so take that take that sword i'm handing it to you i'm handing you all that you need for your defensive for your offensive for your ending and your beginning. Okay. All right, everybody. If you enjoy moonday musings, make sure you're subscribed to my email list. Uh, definitely head over to That Witch School where we talk about the Moonday Musings episode every single week and we all share our thoughts and questions and we just connect. Um, you can go to thatwitchnextdoor.com slash enroll. Thank you so much for spending some time with me on your moon day. And I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful cosmic week ahead. Magical. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Moonday Musings. If you like what you heard here today, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show, That Witch Podcast. I put out a total, including Moonday Musings, of three episodes every single week. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share online on social media or share with friends that you think would enjoy it as well. And make sure you head over to Apple and Spotify, where you can also leave a five-star review. Make sure you are subscribed to my email list for more astro forecast, cosmic tips, and witchy inspiration. Visit thatwitchnextdoor.com for more info. Thanks everyone.